Young he? Roger Wilco, Sergeant Baker's son. Find the non-content, organize a shower, unpack my clean fatigues, and shine my other boots. Draw rations from the mess tent and then unpack all the other gear. And be sure and keep them cigarettes under lock and key. Understood? Roger Wilco, Sergeant Baker's son. What's she going to do with the rest of the day? Practice her shorthand. Look, we can help you get away from Baker. You can go back to Seoul or anywhere you want. To run away, I dishonor my family. Sergeant pay money for me. I can leave only when he say. You look real big time. Learn many things here. My English is much more goodly. Hi, you're listening to a MASH 4077 podcast. This is episode number five. I'm your host, Kenny, and joining me today, I have my good buddies, Meds. Hello. Al. Hello, everyone. And a special guest, and the person who actually got me really into MASH, Harry. Hey, guys. So today we're talking about season one, episode five, The Moose. It was directed by Hi Averback, written by Lawrence Marks. Production code is J305. And the original air date is October 15th, 1972. Very close to my birthday. Well, not my birth year, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but b- birthday. Yeah, the birth date, yeah. Hey, young he, can we, uh, can we talk to you for a minute? You got washing? No, 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 no. Uh, you, you understand that it's wrong for human beings to own each other? All right, you will go, Captain San. Yeah, but do you really understand? Yes, I make English perfect. Speak very goodly. Hello, Joe. What you know? You got candy bar for mother? She's sick. <sighs> it's goodly enough for me. The guest cast in this episode consisted of Paul Jenkins as the nefarious Sergeant Baker, who also turned up in uh, Trapper John M.D. as Percy. And uh, he also, I believe, played in one episode of Quincy. Uh, Virginia Ann Lee turns up here as uh, Yong Ki. And she appears in three episodes of MASH. Uh, This was obviously The Moose, uh, Welcome to Korea, and Exorcism. Next up, we have Timothy Brown. Of course, he is Spear Checker Jones. And we had Craig Jew as Benny. You know, and he didn't do much, because I looked him up to see what else he did. He did, like, he did two things before MASH, and then MASH, and that Mm. was it. Well, you know what happens. You get uh, typecast. (laughs) (laughs) But he was just a kid. I mean, he, he must have stopped. I guess he didn't like it or yeah. just didn't get any more jobs. But, yeah, he didn't do anything after MASH. Ah, well, someone who did do uh, uh, quite a bit after MASH was uh, Barbara Brannell as Lieutenant Jones. Uh, appeared in Quincy, which seems to be the stable thing after being in MASH, where he just turned up Isn't Quincy. it? Yeah, I was just going to say <laughs> yeah, that. Who wouldn't? Because, yeah. uh, come on, we all, we all like a bit of Quincy. Uh, but her latest role was in Mad Men. Oh, wow. She's, so she's recently yeah, active. Yeah. That's great. And then, finally, we have Patrick Aliarty, who played... Ho John, he appears in a total of seven episodes of MASH, all in the first season. The dislike I felt for that sergeant has blossomed into instant hatred. You know, I read someplace the UN was here to liberate these people. Must have been a misprint. I'm going to do something about this. I'm talking to Henry. Henry? Yeah. Our Henry? Thought you said you were going to do something about it. Uh, So the uh, plot summary of this episode, uh, Sergeant Baker uh, stops by the 4077th with his moose, a Korean girl named Young-hee, whom he bought from her family for $500. Uh, $500 in the 50s would uh, would have been quite a lot, thinking about it. Uh, Hawkeye is (laughs) outraged 
and tries to convince Baker to let the girl go free. Eventually, though, he plays poker with Baker and uh, cheats with a little help from Radar and his wandering eye. Uh, Baker agrees to trade uh, Young Hee uh, for the debt he runs up. However, he explains to Young Hee that she now belongs to Hawkeye, rather than that she is free. Um, this, of course, is what Hawkeye wanted. Uh, Pierce first attempts to get rid of Young Hee by sending her on a truck to Seoul, but she gets off when the truck stops for gas and hitchhikes back to the camp. Eventually, Pierce, Jones and McIntyre decide to demusify Young Hee and teach her how to be a normal person. <laughs> uh, they soon meet the head of Young Hee's family, how ironic is that, and discover that he's Young Hee's little brother, Benny, and that he immediately plans to sell her again. Uh, initially, Young Hee agrees with Benny out of loyalty to her family, but then returns having told Benny to shove off. Uh, in the end, Young Hee <laughs> is enrolled in convent school in Seoul. My God, that's probably worse. Um, in the last scene of the episode, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pierce, McIntyre and Spear Tucker Jones receive a letter from her. Very cool. Hi, Benny. Hey, Young Hee. How are you, baby? How do you do? I am pleased to see you. How is mother and father? Pop's Okay. Mom's still delivering for the black market. One man's family. So let's go ahead and get started. What we thought of this episode. You want to start us off, Matt? Yeah, um, I, I, I actually have slight mis uh, feelings about this episode. Um, I think it's. I love the the playing of the card scene. I think that's great with Radar in the background. Um, you know, looking at the uh, Baker's cards. What do you say, Doc? Just a minute, handsome stranger. Got a pair of kings, an ace, and garbage. You got that? Any time, Doc. Uh, you're 50 and 50 more. But there's something slightly hypocritical to this because the lads have got their own moose in essence. Uh, in their own tent, you know, who looks after them and and okay, uh, we know in the first episode he's supposed to go to, you know, go over to college in America, but he's still their kind of servant to a degree. And when um, Young He's looking after Hawkeye, giving him a shave, I don't know. There's something slightly wrong about it. Or we all know, of course, Hawkeye's not comfortable with that, but she's still doing it anyway. He could have turned around and said, "No, you don't give me a shave," but you know, she is giving him a, uh, a shave. Hey, there's Captain Pierce, well-known surgeon and moose owner. Really? He's the man who coined the phrase, no moose is good moose. Drop dead, singly and or collectively. Told you he's one of the great phrase makers. Uh, but it's still, a, it's still a funny episode, it's still a great episode, and I think um, uh, the guy who plays Baker, it does a fantastic job. He, you know, he does seem to be all teeth and arrogant, uh, but, you know, yeah, not a bad episode. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Al? Yeah, I, I think I agree, uh, Meds. Uh, I, I enjoyed the episode, but um, I thought there was a lot of, um, I don't know, weird stuff about it. Uh, like you said, uh, you know, the, the lads in the uh, in the swamp had their own moose, so to speak, with uh, Hojon. And uh, kind of seemed to me a bit, oh, I don't know, wrong that... Um, <laughs> You know that they got so, especially Hawkeye. I mean, Hawkeye got totally offended by uh, by Sergeant Baker. Of course, it's illegal and immoral. I mean, I can order Baker to release her, and he can pick her up again five minutes after he leaves here. Well, then get in touch with his own colonel. Ask him to order her release. Well, there's just one little thing wrong with that fellow. What? Baker's colonel has a moose of his own. 
That's rotten. It stinks. Okay, okay. I never thought you'd chicken out like this, Henry. Oh, come on. If you yes. haven't got any more guts than that, then I'm not going to work here. I'll quit this outfit. I'll quit the war. Really? Well, who's going to break the news to Truman and MacArthur? Uh, who knows? Maybe it's, you know, a double standard thing because because uh, uh, young he was a female. Um, I I enjoyed the, uh, the poker setup game as well. And the thing that I thought was kind of funny uh, about that whole... Uh, that whole setup is two things really um, was radar. Um, you know, in the first, especially in the first season, in the first few episodes, we see, you know, how radar is about women. He's, you know, totally obsessed with women. And, you know, uh, especially in that scene there, he mm-hmm. kind of gets distracted by a, a passing nurse on her way to the shower. Shuffling, shuffling. The card he bought is. Hey, wait a minute. Something's blocking me. No, I'm still blocked. Oh, boy, am I blocked. Bet or check, dog? I'm thinking. Okay. Trouble's in the shower. I mean, uh, trouble's fixed. I'm, 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 I'm unblocked. But in later seasons with, uh, with Radar and it, he's very awkward around women. You know, he's very um, fumbly thumbs type. Uh, so I thought that kind of evolution was kind of backwards for Radar. And uh, the other thing that I thought was kind of funny was, uh, now this is the 1950s, and uh, their their secret spy decoder stuff that they have on, you know, Hawkeye's got the earpiece in his ear. And you can see it a couple times in the scene, you know, when, when the camera's sitting from Baker's perspective. Why didn't Baker see it? <laughs> Why yeah, didn't yeah I, I I noticed that also, but you know that's just TV, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good episode, but um, you know, maybe not the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think, Harry? I think it's a okay okay episode, but there's something about about the the story as as a whole that doesn't really grab me from beginning to end, like in other Mesh episodes. Hmm. So you just didn't like the story of it. I I don't know. I think it's 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 the it's the it's the mixture of of Hawk, Hawk, uh, act, 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 acting the way way he does. He act, he acts partially like a coward. Mm. Really? Okay. I mean, I, I can't on on the other hand try to pull military rank on on Baker. Sergeant, we've never had anybody in this outfit who owned a moose. We don't believe in it. It's very un-American. It's on Korean. It's on everybody. Therefore, I order you to release this person you bought. Sir, I... That is a direct order. You heard the captain. I want her off this post and on the way back to her family by tomorrow morning. Dismissed. And, and on the other hand, hand get the shave for the, for, the, for the same reason. Yeah, like... like it, it bothered me a little. Like Meds was saying, yeah, he, he's so adamant against it, but then he sits there and uses her anyways. Yeah. Hmm. So you know he's not he's not for it, but he's still you know. But then again, she was really persistent. I mean, she cleaned their rooms. Holy cow! We must be in the wrong tent. Hey, Hawkeye, come in here. Yeah, get your butt in here. Yes, Hawkeye. Somebody sneaked in here and committed a neatness. Young he. Can you believe it? The clothes are hung up, the garbage is off the floor, the place is clean. It's sickening. All right, okay, calm down. I'm as offended as you are by this repulsive tidiness. 
you know, maybe maybe he couldn't do anything but just say, okay, fine, give me a shave and, you know, be done with it. Right. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry to jump in, but it kind of seemed to me like that was what defined her. You know, she yeah. she really enjoyed serving. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the episode. What I thought, um, what was different about her and uh, Ho John is that he, I think they paid him. He was a paid servant to help them. So he, they paid him to help. You know his family. Mm. She was purchased as an object, as a a slave. I talked to her. The sergeant bought her from her family for five hundred dollars. Bought her? Is that what you said, or do we have a bad connection? Well, some of the locals sell their kids for the money, Hawkeye. They have no other means. That's right. Do you believe that? That slob bought a human being. Why doesn't the army do something? They will bust a guy if they find out, but they don't go looking for it. For me, that's the big difference between these two, you know, the 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 Hojan, their houseboy, and then the moose. You know, he's not, I don't think, considered him a moose. You know, at least he was being paid. He was there on his own will, trying to make money for his family. So, you know, I think there was, I mean, she was doing the same thing. She was making money for her family, just in a, in a different way. Yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 I think I probably like this episode more than the majority of you guys, just for the fact that I thought it had a really good story about slavery and about just the atrocities that happened mm-hmm. during war, mm-hmm. you know, and these poor girls who I'm sure this happened hundreds of thousands of times. Yeah. You know, not just there are sex slaves, but, you know, at least Baker was decent to her. Mm. You know, I, as far as we know, he didn't he didn't have sex with well, her. Well, she does say that, doesn't she? She says that at the beginning that there's no no naughty business going yeah. on. No, yeah. No funny yeah. business. No right. monkey business. Yeah, no monkey no, business. business. <laughs> yeah, like Harry said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. That was hilarious. Why do you stay with this Baker? What, are you in love with that slob? What means slob? Well, it's um, it's a way of referring to another person. Yeah. Roger Vuko. Don't let Baker slaps on. Don't make monkey business with him. Yeah, so I mean, so at least that that's a good part, and I don't think they would have brought that into Mash. Mm. But I, uh, but I guess I, I actually enjoyed this episode. That was a lot of fun, and and you're right, it's a little contradicting, you know, them using her, but but you know, they turn her around and and make her see the light, and like you know, like Med said, they demusify her, mm. <laughs> and you know, make her her own person and realize that she's worth something. I know how to make martini drink. Young he, are you staying? Not only staying, also not going. I tell Benny most important thing I learned from you. Who to tell, shove off. Hey, hey, hey girl. Lieutenant Jones teach me make martini drink. She has much knowledge. Well, so have you. But young he has something else. I am also beautiful. I don't like the idea of her going into a, a convict. That was... <laughs> <laughs> that was, but at least it's a convict school, right? So it's not like she's going to be a nun, <laughs> right? It's just a school. Yeah, if you remember at the end when she reads, or when Hawkeye's reading the uh, the letter that she wrote, uh, she said something about uh, you know praying or something like that, and she said the nuns make her do that because she's Buddhist. <laughs> hey, we got a letter from Younghee. Yeah, Great. I am fine. I wish you are the same. I learned much knowledge here in convent school in Seoul. The sisters say one day maybe I can work as helper to nurse. I thank once more your efforts and ask God to bless you. I write that to please the sisters. I am Buddhist person. <laughs> <laughs> With all love and respect, your friend, Young Hee, Roger Wilco. 
That's right. That, I I'm like a that. Buddhist person. Yeah, that was a yeah. great line. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a really great line. Yeah, and she also mentioned that she was going to be a nurse assistant. Yeah. Or that that's what she's training to be. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's it, it was a nice little ending to the story. Yeah. And I, then she turns up on Quincy. <laughs> I, also, I, I also don't like the... the I mean, we know that Baker's obviously bought us, which is the wrong thing to do anyway. And as I said earlier, well, he does he can come across as slightly ignorant. But the the scene where he's saying goodbye to her and he says, take care, kid. Well, she's all yours, Doc. I explain the whole deal. Do you understand, young he? Roger, we'll go Hawkeye slob, son. Boy, when she learns something. Well, this is it, young he. You're a good kid. And if you ever need a reference, I'll okay, be happy. Okay, you're fine, Baker. Yeah. Well, you take it easy, Shove kid. Off. Yes, sir. Goodbye, kid. There's, there's quite a bit of an affection there when he says it to her. And and I think Hawkeye, he comes off as a bit of an arse there, where, where he says, you know, scram. You know, it's out of character. And I think, as as we, uh, we said earlier on with the um, with the production code, what was it? It was um, uh, J305. So it was the fifth one. Yeah. And I think that's an... You could tell it's an early Hawkeye. It's out of character for him to be that, you know, rude to somebody, really, uh, as you see him yeah. later on. It's also the first time we see him in his um, his official officer's uh, gear, which I... Mm-hmm. I was just going to mention I that, man. You got me before, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe uh, Kenny, maybe you or maybe Harry, you, uh, you can help here. Um, or or um, Al, because you was in the army. This... The brown uniform here, is that um, like something from World War Two that carried on into Korea? Because I love that jacket. I think it's a, a beautiful uniform. Do you, do you guys know what it is? Yeah, it's it's the waistcoat. Um, I think it's they're the Class A uniforms. And I believe it was, uh, I'm thinking it was around the beginning of uh, our participation in the Vietnam conflict when they changed the uh, the Class A uniform to the, uh, to the now uh, green pukey <laughs> color. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> Very cool. You guys have any more thoughts on this episode? No, no. Um, I just, I, you know, I, um, I second uh, Meds's um, comments about how Baker, uh, you know, I, I, I think that there was an affection, uh, you know, maybe a father to daughter type affection between Baker and young he. And uh, even though he was very derogatory towards the Koreans, you know, with some of the statements that he said at the beginning of the episode, um, I really do think that he had an affection for her. Yeah, yeah, I, and, I, and I'm glad you brought that up. I did like the fact that Hawkeye defended that he didn't like the name Gook, mm. right? Which I thought was was really telling of his character. The Gooks, they don't mind working. Uh, Sergeant, <coughs> I don't care for that word. Gooks? Yeah. Nothing personal, then sir. Then knock it off. Yes, sir. But, you know, but he still bought her. Even though he, tr- I mean, I don't know. I can't get past the fact that he bought her, you know, as a, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's as a hired, I have a hard time. I can't, uh, as much as, you know, I like Baker. He was a decent character, but he still bought her. Mm, yeah. I don't care how much affection he shows towards her. He still purchased her and took her away from her family. And, you know, I don't know. There's just something wrong about that. Yeah. The, that always strike me a little odd with that episode. If you take, for example, the the, the part where there was young here in the mess tent, they are eating off plates. Who in the army eats off plates? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a little yeah, a little continuity thing. You're right because they had trays later on. Yeah, right? la- later on they are only only trays. So where do the plates come from? That is true. That's <laughs> another little continuity thing. I'm sure yeah. you just didn't think about that someone would pick that up and. 
you know, MASH fans do pick up everything, so, <laughs> cool. you know. Especially this is back if in you've day. watched it over and over yeah. and over again, then you see it. That's true. Very true. You know, you're a pretty decent guy at that, Baker. Right? Uh, yeah. Right. And smart, too. Here, here, sit down. Baker, would you be interested in selling Young He? Uh, yeah, we've always wanted a moose of our own. Yeah, a good transportation moose. A one-owner type moose. You just got finished giving me a lecture. How yeah, it's I know, I know, to... but you got to swing with the times. Now look, now look, you paid 500 for it, right? Huh. We'll give you six. For Young He? You're out of your mind. Here, have a martini. Oh, thanks. I taught that kid laundry, cooking, sewing. Well, I, I... realize she's not just another pretty face. I could get double that for her in Seoul, but I ain't interested. All right, let's move on to our behind-the-scenes stuff. We have a few tidbits of information. You want to start us off, Al? Sure, sure. Um, in the scene where uh, where uh, Young Hee's brother Benny shows up, uh, he actually says, You bought Young Hee from Baker. Now you want a dumper. What's the B? She goofing off? The dead-end kids in Korea. Now, the dead-end kids were actually six young actors from New York uh, back in the what was I think it was the twenties and the thirties maybe really, yeah earlier. really early yeah yeah uh, and and it you know from New York New York that starred and played in uh, it was a I think it was actually a series of movies with the Dead End Kids and uh, I remember the Dead End Kids very well uh, my father was just a big fan of it so I always got to watch them mm, very very cool um, and though uh, Larry Linville and Loretta Swit are listed in the opening titles neither Frank Burns nor Major Houlihan appear in this episode. This is actually the fewest members of the show's main cast to appear in an episode, apart from an episode in season four called Hawkeye, when it was just Alan Alden. So that's pretty interesting. I thought it felt like a very light cast. Mm, yeah. Uh, another moose uh, was seen in the fourth season episode of Moose and Men, though in that episode, a moose was defined as a Korean girlfriend. Mm. Let's see again. That go you you buy a moose and take her as like a sex slave. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's still <laughs> great. Now we're going to have to change our rating to PG. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I think that more of this moose thing actually comes up later on, mainly with Klinger uh, in the later episodes of Mash, um, the one notable episode mm, oh, with him where right. he's you know defending her right and the, the the mother gets the wrong idea. So not all uh, Korean. Uh, families obviously sell their, uh, sell their daughters, you know, because she gets quite yeah. mad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And our last bit of uh, behind-the-scenes information, this was the, the first of 28 episodes written or co-written by Lawrence Mark. His uh, final episode was uh, 145. Mm-hmm. So he actually wrote 28 episodes. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's good, yeah. good for him. And when you meet people, don't look down. Look them in the eye and don't back off. We're all the same. Get it? Excuse it. Not same. Well, how do you figure? You need shave. All right, we're going to move on to a new section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to test your guys' uh, trivia. That evil laugh. That was... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I picked up. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like Dr. Evil. Yeah, sit, sitting there in his emperor chair. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to do er, the, the cards are titled early episodes since we are reviewing early episodes. I figured that would be 
suitable for this. So I'm going to meds. You're going to do the first one. <laughs> okay, I got it. Uh-huh. Or I could, or or I could just ask a question and one of you answer. But I wanted to make sure no one talks over each other. Okay. So I figured I'll do one per person. All right. Who who flew into the battle zone dressed as Santa Claus? Uh, I'm going to go for BJ. No, remember this is early episodes. Oh. So it was Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah. Hawkeye did it. All right, Al, you want one? Sure. What MASH character disappears before the first season was over? Oh, I know that one. Spear Chucker. Yeah, very good. Spear Chucker. Oh, that was that easy. correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, m- maybe, maybe if Kenny had said Father Christmas, you'd have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Harry, this is for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Name the general who dies in Margaret Houlihan's bed. Uh, it's General Aaron Guts Kelly. Very good. Oh man, <laughs> well done, Alex. Was that a good one? Did, did, did you know that one? No, Mitch? no, I was, I was uh, oh, depressed. Uh, Harry gets, yeah, Harry gets them left and right. I had no, no idea. Oh. All right, here, I'll give one. Harry can ask me one, so I can okay. look foolish like you guys. <laughs> I'm not looking here. Colonel Blake falls falls in love with a college graduate who demonstrates her skills in the office, officer's club. What did she demonstrate? Holy moly. Um, uh, she could tie a cherry stem? With her mouth? I don't know. No, her cheerleading. Oh. No. <laughs> cherry stem. I, I, like, I, like my, I like my idea better. <laughs> All right. That, that's Twin Peaks stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what popped into my head. All right, Med, you want another chance? Yeah, I got it. Okay, here we go. Colonel Blake lives next door to Milt and Sylvia. What is their last name? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Oh, no idea. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. No way. Did you know that, Harry? No, I had no idea. Whoa, we stumbled on Harry. How do you come up with such a question? (laughs) Wow. All right, let's see. You want to try again, Meds? Yeah, go on. Okay. For a time, Hawkeye and Trapper... Had a houseboy. What was his name? Oh, how John. Oh, you got it! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so you don't yeah. have to return your mash card. That's right. You're, you're yeah, okay. Ho John actually went to the United States later and became a millionaire by opening a franchise of Howard Johnsons. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So now we're going to ask our listeners a trivia question, mm. and you guys can email us at mash four zero seven seven podcast at gmail dot com. And uh, we don't have anything for the winner, but it'd just be fun to, to hear what they, uh, how many people can get it. You'll have our eternal gratitude. That is it. Yes, yes. And you will get your name. We will announce the winner on, uh, on our next podcast. Or actually, not our next podcast. would be later down the road. All right. So here we go. This is going to be an easy one for you guys. And I know all you guys know this. Hawkeye ordered ribs from a restaurant in what city? So there you go. Hawkeye orders ribs from a restaurant, and we want to know what city he orders those from. Very simple. All right, so hopefully you guys liked our new segment. Uh, if you did, let us know, and we will continue doing it. Uh, I thought it was fun. <laughs> I thought it was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, once more now. Now, we've never met before, right? Right. Okay. Hello there, I'm Dr. Pierce. How do you do? I am Younghee. Very good. Morning, Younghee. Hello, Joe. What you know? Oh, no, forget that. Well, you'll get lost. 
Gee, a person says good morning, gets his ear bit off. All right, you can find us online. We're in several locations now. We have a Facebook fan page. It's at www.facebook.com slash mash4077podcast. So you can go there and you can like us. Like. <laughs> like I us. Like please like, like us. Thumbs up. <laughs> like. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've also got a, a Twitter account, and uh, you can follow us, and we're at... MASH 4077 podcast. Very cool. Yes, follow us, please. We also got a website. It's at www.mash4077podcast.com. That's right. It's, it's, and you can uh, download, you can listen to all of our podcasts there. There are show notes. Uh, there's links to other great podcasts. Lots of information there. So definitely mm. check it out. Cool. And you can check out the bios of each of our uh, hosts here. <laughs> our bios are on that website. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can read our wonderful blogs at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. That's right. And we'll all be posting uh, just little MASH-related, uh, you know, little stories. I know Meds posted a picture of some of his MASH memorabilia stuff and, <laughs> and some very, very cool stuff. I'm gonna be po- I just got, believe it or not, I got all the action figures for MASH. I just got them uh, off of eBay. No. I was so excited. I've been I've been wanting to get those for years. I didn't even know there was some. Ah, I yes. Didn't either. The only one I don't have, I don't have Klinger in a dress. That's like the rare one. <laughs> so that's the one I'm going to be searching for. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's of the newer cast. But I'm going to do a whole blog about it so you guys will be able to see it. Oh, brilliant! But it's, it has a uh, yeah, it has Hawkeye, BJ, Winchester, uh, Mulcahy, Potter, Klinger, and um, there was someone else. There was another person. I just. Anyways, yeah, there's a, they're really cool. They're they're you know they're not the, the greatest likeness. I mean, they were made in the early '80s, so mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely have pictures up and I'll post a blog about it so you guys can check it out. Hey, hold John. That's the head of the family. He's young. He's brother. His name is Benny. Hi, guys. How's the action? An eagle scout, he ain't. We love getting listener feedback. We've been getting a few, which is fantastic. And we actually got some audio feedback, too, which is really great. Oh, cool. uh, we're going to start doing mini-casts with our listener feedback. So if you guys send in emails or voicemails, we will read them in mini-casts. They'll be like, you know, 10, 15-minute little uh, mini-casts of, of the, or what our listeners are thinking. Uh, you can send in your thoughts of our, our podcast itself, if you like it, don't like it, what you want to change, what you want to hear us do. Or you can send in thoughts on the episode that we cover. So if you have thoughts on the moose, go ahead and send in your thoughts on the moose. We'd love to hear them. And uh, as we know, of course, uh, reviews are extremely important to us, on, especially on iTunes. And uh, as we've just started, it's always good to get uh, the ball rolling. So please do head over to iTunes and uh, put us a review up. And bearing in mind, of course, uh, we're all in different countries, so I get to see anybody who writes the UK reviews and uh, in America as well. So please do leave us reviews on iTunes or wherever in the world you are. <laughs> Definitely. We actually already have two, which is great. So we'll be reading those in our upcoming mini-casts. So thank you for already leaving us uh, two really positive, positive uh, iTunes reviews. That's great. Excellent. Thank you, people. And the check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but if you do want to send us something, we would love to hear you. We would love to read them. Uh, you can send voice messages or written comments to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. 
All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of MASH 4077 Podcast. This is Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Al. And I'm Harry. We'll be seeing you. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Jones, Lieutenant Scorch. Hi. Hello. How do you do? I am pleased to meet you. My name is Young Hee. Hey, hey. I am also beautiful. Yes, yes you are. <laughs> Eleven teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win one million dollars on the amazing race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our new show, the Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week, and ultimately win the $1 million prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. Check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes, and we'll see you at the Fast Forward. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Kenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of The Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. Hello there, my name is Meds. And this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. All right, I mean, this is Mark. And we are the... Mark? All right, get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle on Podcast. And we like to talk about... Crap. TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it. Really? <laughs> Especially the British stuff. But we were having a podcast about that, so let's move up on that. Unbelievable. You can find us at the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com. Do not smile when I say the word colon. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Hi, I'm Al. And I'm Joyce. And, and we're, we're huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known and often overlooked gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks as well as offer up some tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. Check out Tales from the Mouse House. In iTunes. It's a world.